and welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together, we are working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes and the hopes, creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcasts have ever seen. And today, we are doing our first movie for U.S. Politics Month? I don't know. We're sure. doing The American President, and it's a good time. Ah, hooray! <sighs> yep. <sighs> Man, this movie is really good. I know. I hadn't like, watched it in a long time, and it's so good. Yeah, I don't know when I last watched it. It's been a long time. Yeah, but, oh my god. Like, when the credits, like, the opening credits are happening, and the theme, mm-hmm. which, like, they do a really I good know. job of the theme popping up throughout the movie yep. and, like, variations mm-hmm. on it. <gasps> it's so good. So good. <sighs> yeah, it came out in 1995, and we're going to assume that if you're into rom-coms, you've seen it. And if you yep. haven't, you should, because it's, like s-tier like top top tier rom-com. yeah it's it's really well done and yeah like not actually a lot of tropes which is also i mean there's another... a there's a fair few but there's, there's not a lot of there's some but not of like i don't want to say bad but like obvious yeah they're like something? or like i don't know we'll talk about when we get to tropes but like there's some tropes where like they're rom com tropes but they're not used in the rom-com plot of yep the movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. true so true, true. yeah yeah but yeah, it's the one with Annette Benning and Michael Douglas, and he's the president, and she's a lobbyist, and they fall in love, and it's amazing. Yep. I mean, some of it is very depressing. <laughs> and yes. this is, I think, both of our first observation of like, oh, like 30, almost 30 years ago, they were still like, Republicans and Democrats were fighting over global warming and gun control, and mm-hmm. nothing's gotten better, and everything's gotten worse. And yep. yeah, depressing. Yeah. Yeah, all the, like, grand statements she was talking about mm-hmm. for global warming, climate change, and I was just like, none of that has happened. And yeah. all the stuff where she's like, nightmare scenarios, and, like, all that stuff has happened. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ugh, so bad. But still, like, it's an interesting yeah thing that they were talking, like, gun control is an everlasting subject in America, but... Climate change, like in '95, though, it's a pretty new thing. Yeah, for sure. We're talking about for sure, but that, that's when things like it was really the, the only it stuff. was yeah. only talking about like fossil fuel emissions, and even like mm-hmm. they were, would still have been talking about things like ozone layer and like leaded fuel and yeah, yeah, that yeah. Kind of and stuff. stuff. Yeah, like so. Yeah, fridge, CFCs, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Refrigerant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything I know about ni- '90s climate change i learned from dawn saves the planet babysitter's club number 57 oh okay i was like i learned it in geography class in high school um, but that too and also i know i was in a like there was like a kids club that you could get a kit for from yeah, the body what do you shop? think dawn saves the planet was about i know i was in one <laughs> it was adorable we made posters anyways not at all the subject of this podcast okay I don't even know where to start, because it's just really good. Start with the good stuff. Okay. Like Annette Bening's arms. Yes, she's amazing. She is amazing. Um, I also, I really love her character so much. Like, she's this wide-eyed optimist. We first meet her when Mm -hmm. she's, like, arriving at the White House, and she's so kind and so friendly and so enthusiastic. And then she walks in the building, and she's so smart and kicks ass and like total badass but then she's also like she's giggly and flirty but like Mm -hmm. doesn't take any shit like she's so good 
honestly, like, I know it's only a movie length, so you don't get, like, the full character development, but especially for Aaron Sorkin, like, yeah, I top tier female character. The note I wrote down at the Bechdel section, I think, is mainly the bedroom scene uh, when she's completely. Oh, yeah, like, I hate flip, that. Completely flip flops on her entire personality. Yeah. And it's weird. And I just, and the, like, I think in our 30 years of experience of viewing Aaron Sorkin's women, he just changes their character to write, to create conflict. To create the plot. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yes, otherwise, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's super badass. She's definitely like CJ, proto CJ. Of, of course. Yeah. And but then, yeah, has the same issue yeah. that CJ has of like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to advance a different plot. Well, let's just totally rewrite this female character because. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And same with What's Her Face from Sports Night. Felicity yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We could talk about Aaron Sorkin forever, but let's not. Let's, let's talk not. about Michael J. Fox and oh how God. we accidentally watched Back to the Future last week. Oh, yeah. That was the best. You, you know, you're flipping through cable TV in a motel and, oops, Back to the Future's on. Oh, no. What will we do? What will we do? And why is Michael J. Fox so attractive? So attractive. He's less attractive in this movie, but that's on purpose. Like, he's, mm-hmm. yeah. He's being well, because proto he's Josh Lyman. Jo- proto Josh Lyman. Yeah. Yeah. So cute, and yeah. I love him so much. He's trying so hard. He is trying so hard, and he he's too optimistic for his own good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like Josh Lyman personality and Rob Lowe's optimism. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or Sam Seaborn's optimism. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Also, this, this movie does a really good job of showing off how important, like, really good admin assistants and personal assistants and everything are, like, so important to the functioning of everything like mm-hmm. Janie is so great she like doesn't take a lot of shit and you know doesn't let him get away with a lot but also is so respectful and so good at her job mm-hmm. yeah 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 she's amazing and speaking going mm. back to Sam Seaborn Martin Sheen mm. is here yeah oh my being god amazing Martin Sheen being Leo but not Leo yeah oh he's yeah so good and he's, he's so, so great perfect the Leo to Michael Douglas is Bartlett, like best friend, just knowing him so knowing him so, so well. knowing yeah. him so well. Yeah. 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 I like I'm not surprised that from this they were like, Well, we're obviously not gonna get Michael Douglas in a TV show, but maybe no. we can get Martin Sheen if we say that yeah. it's gonna be like just a few episodes a season. Just a few episodes. Lies. Oops. <laughs> well, it's his fault for being so good. That's I know. what happened. Yeah. 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 So yeah, all, like all of the cast is amazing. The speech writing guy or the poll guy. Oh, Kobach, yeah, he's so funny. He's in everything. Like he, yeah, I don't, yeah, he's just in everything, and he's really good. Leon, and I like that he's in this. Like he has a bigger role. Like I feel like yeah. he's just more of a side character in other things. So, yeah. and it's always great to have Richard Dreyfuss playing a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very good at it. He he's is very like. I don't know. Dick Cheney was around in the nineties, right? He definitely had a Dick Cheney vibe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very Dick Cheney. Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about the daughter? Yes. Because she's great. She is great. I love her sassy trombone. Mm -hmm. That's one of like those like key moments from this movie that like when she, you know, she plays the Hail to the Chief on her trombone. Uh, Yeah. Like she can play that perfectly, but she can't quite hit all the notes in her scales. Can't play scales. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So great. And then later when he's getting ready for the 
um, state dinner, every time I cheer up. I know. Because you realize, and he realizes that his wife, when she was dying, taught their daughter how to tie his bow tie for him. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Pardon us while we just sob a little bit on the podcast. Yep. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. And she's great. And yeah. Love it. Um, Okay. Let's talk about the problem, Mm -hmm. which we both have, which is the power issue. Yes. With this relationship. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. Like when I I wrote my note about power issues when it first started, and obviously at the beginning, he's abusing his power like insanely to intimidate her. Yes. But at the beginning, when he like takes her into into the West Wing, that was intimidation. I mean, he was like obviously interested but he was trying to intimidate mm-hmm. her for political reasons for, not personal yeah, reasons yeah definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then they both kind of got off on it a little bit um <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then i don't know like it's yeah. definitely a problem at varying parts but i feel sometimes it's fine i don't it's strange yeah i mean i don't love that she got fired no. for it but she should have in terms of like ethics rules like not been being a federal lobbyist. Yeah, that was kind of my thing of like, like I know she that's should the have point realized of the that, movie. They should have realized it. When they started dating, even though he was like, no comment, blah, 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 I'm not going to talk about this at yeah. all to the public, they still should have had the conversation. And it still should have been, even if you're not talking to the public, she should have been talking to her boss. Like, Fraser's dad had no problems. He's like, this is going to be a problem. But yes, keep working. Like, it seemed... Yeah, no, like, weird. she should have been not... Like, she should have made the choice to, like, if she wanted to pursue a relationship with him, like, obviously he can't quit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she should have, like, obviously it would suck for her, but that's a whole other plot, right? But, like, before Mm -hmm. this, she'd been doing state-level stuff, so she Mm -hmm. could just... Do that. Do that. I mean, yeah. Like, it sucks that it's the woman who has to change Mm -hmm. her life, but, yeah, it sucks that the decision got made on her behalf by her boss. Yeah. Yeah, and then... By her boss because of something that's not her fault. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Because of the media reaction, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It yeah. Was, that uh, is definitely yeah. like the biggest issue. Mm hmm. But yeah. again, it's the entire plot. So I don't know exactly what you yeah. do about it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that, too, is like you you couldn't make this movie now. Mm-mm. But, you yeah. Know. Well, you couldn't make it for a lot of reasons, but. Oh, of course. Yeah. No. Phones like, exist. But, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trump exists, yeah. et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was an interesting thing because they were talking, mm. John Mahoney, I keep just Fraser's dad, you know, Marty Crane. Yeah. He talks about, like, you're going to be a, a talk radio joke soon or something mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But this, of course, and the begin- and the pilot of West Wing was also before uh, Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. And it's an interesting yeah, world mm-hmm. where... This is like this is the conversation where like yeah. that would never be the conversation because that's another reason why this couldn't happen. Of course, yeah. I mean, at that least would in be this, brought up. Like, she doesn't technically work for him; she works yeah. for the opposition, and way more age appropriate. Oh yeah, like one hundred percent. But it like, but the no, comparisons sure. and the jokes and the like is this another Oval Office whatever? And mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, yeah. No, it just there's so many reasons this movie will never get remade mm-hmm. which i'm happy yeah. with um, yeah okay should we talk about the west wingness of it all yeah yeah Ugh. there's so many 
bits from this that are taken into the West Wing, obviously, Mm -hmm. because that's how Aaron Sorkin rolls. But then also, I noticed at least one Hamilton reference, because they talk about Mm -hmm. Sydney Ellen Wade, she gets the job done. And like, the rhythm of how they say it was so Hamilton-y. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. From the immigrants, we get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Not surprised at all. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it could, it, you know, it's obviously probably not like intentional like it's not like a uncommon well, phrase but it's just it was the yeah. rhythm of it yeah and uh, yeah. if you talk if you listen to the west wing weekly with lynn mm-hmm. and they ask him about the, like the obvious ones exactly of, um, and he just because he watched west wing so much it was just in his brain exactly yeah no yeah it wasn't like an intentional homage or anything yeah. at this at the beginning anyways yeah mm-hmm. yeah the other thing other than the power imbalance is and i mean this is I hate it in the West Wing, too, and the whole talk mm. about, like, proportional response. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like, a thing that I hate yeah. so mm-hmm. much. Like, the Libya blew up, like, an equipment, piece of equipment, and then the Americans are going to blow up an office building full of janitors? Like, yeah, what? Like, that's not proportional. Yeah. That's, like, no, it'd be, like, like an, an airfield or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. 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 And then he feels all bad about it. And I'm like, just don't do it. Yeah. Or make them come up with a better solution. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like, but yeah. All right. Do we have any other observations? There's really good. There's really good lines in this movie, too. Yes. There's like, incredible lines in this movie. Because she said yes. Oh. <laughs> and the whole his fight with Michael J. Fox and the dude. I know. Drink the sand, and then he's like, "They don't drink the sand because they need to. They drink it because they don't know any better." And I'm like, "Oh God, it's so tense." Oh, so good. All right, so we should we talk tropes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is just like a life trope or like a movie trope, not a rom com mm. trope. But like, yeah, yeah. When she's doing this like big speech, like complaining about a guy, in this case the president, and then he like walks up behind her. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like she does behind it, me, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of does it twice, like she, when he's calling and she doesn't believe that it's him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, and then rom com very much widowed dad with a kid, and also widowed dad with a daughter who gives him romantic advice. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of like two, but mm-hmm. I like the romantic with like he's like she's like tell her compliment her on her shoes. Yeah, and it works. It does <laughs> really it well. Really yeah, yeah montages especially like the politically there's mostly political montages in this of like yeah. ripping off the number of days until yeah, yeah. the vote and the number of votes they need like yeah yeah so yeah. good so good i don't know if it's a trope but i didn't know where else to talk about it but like they just banter so well mm. like so Sorkinism. so banter like yeah it's a little yeah. bit sorkin but it and it's also they have really good chemistry mm-hmm. and it's also it's like it gives like the enemies to lovers vibe, but they're not enemies. They just yeah, have yeah. competing. They're sparring. Yeah, they're sparring and they have competing goals. Like the, as we find out, those two bills, like they're not going to be able to pass the two bills that they're both mm-hmm. pushing for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, again, not a rom com trope, but we have a powerful and super smart person who can't do basic things like use a phone or order yeah. flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and. Oh, back to a rom-com one. A very memorable first kiss. They're in the dish room, and then they get interrupted by a big international crisis. Yeah. Of course. Happens all the time. Of course. Very (laughs) normal. And then this is a rom-com trope that is used in the non-rom-com plot. So, like, when characters are really, like, stressed or exhausted or overly emotional, 
their, their true feelings come out. We mm-hmm. see that all the time. Like, you know, you're rushing and you accidentally tell somebody you love them or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But in this, she confesses basically, like, if you, like, how they could get their crime bill passed mm-hmm. by screwing over her bill. Yep. So, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have, like, kind of a double again of, like, yeah. this big speech to get the girl back, but also, like, more, less rom com of, like, big speech to win for our hero to win the day because he's lost everything. Yeah. yeah. And like staff it. and this girl and his best friend and his job. And he's going to save the day. Although from my intense knowledge of West Wing, he is 100% campaigning from the press room, which is very illegal. Yeah. Super illegal. And oh, okay. Let's finish tropes. And then I have another thing okay. that is like a goof, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then this one isn't seen, but it's mentioned, which is driving over after the big speech to declare yeah her love for him yeah so it's a lot less planning to do the same he's planning to do the same yeah but she just gets there first Mm -hmm. yeah okay what's your thing um my goof is so he gives her flowers from the rose garden Mm. at the state of the union so january in january yeah um (laughs) even if they had a greenhouse that's not going to be flowering no and i think like it always bothered me that it had baby's breath and i was like where did they get he get the baby's breath from like i feel like the real answer is the White House employs a hundred florists, probably yeah. like a whole team it's of probably florists. Probably what it is. So, yeah, like, like, not they a rose come garden. In, but they're yeah, like there's other ways to get flowers. You are the president. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They can just yeah. When he's like, turns account. out I have a rose garden. Like so, you went out there and picked a dozen roses by yourself. Yeah, your it should have been. Turns out I have a team of florists who work here. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, Bechdel test. Yes. Yeah. Because she talks about her job all the yep. time with her sister, who is. Ellie Bartlett. I know, which is like, that actor is so, like, flexible. Like, she plays Annette Bening's sister. Sister. And then, like, plays Martin Sheen's, like, middle daughter. Yeah. And then is also the babysitter in Sports Night, which I was thinking about because I was thinking about Sorkinisms, and she's in both scenes with... When he uses the line, the only thing that matters is when you come home at the end of the day. I was yeah. like, she's in both of those scenes. Oh, good times. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. She talks about her job a little bit with her sister, but she also talks about it with Wendy Malick, who yeah. does end up with Martin Crane at the end of Fraser. So that's also fun. <laughs> so a yeah. lot of things going on in this movie. So many but things. Yeah, so they, 90s. they talk about work all the time. Yeah. But again, yes, passes the Bechdel test. A decent movie for women. Yeah. Still not incredibly amazing. Do you want to talk about the bedroom scene? Yeah. So, ugh, I just... Yeah. It comes out of nowhere. I know. And that's the thing. It's like, she goes over yeah. and is, is mad. mad slash overwhelmed mm-hmm. about this. And she's like, I can't work. Yeah. And she has decent reasons. And she's all ready to go. And she starts giving his speech and then he mansplains to her. Mm-hmm. That she's the reason she's concerned about this is sex, yeah, and that's it. And it, and then she just goes into the bathroom and seduces him, and then that's it, yeah. Like, first of all, her concern had nothing to do with sex, it was to do with nope. like public perception and like, yep, dating the president and still like mm-hmm. being able to do her job, yep. And he turns it into sex, which also mm-hmm. like comes out of nowhere for him. Like, I could see him yeah. making a joke about it. But not the whole mansplaining thing. Yeah. So I don't know. And like, you guys like have sex whenever you want. But this is literally 
18 hours after they kissed for the first time. And he yeah. just brings up, he's like, this, your concern is obviously about us having sex because we've been together for two days. So that yeah. must be what you're thinking about. Yeah. No, and like, then, yeah. Yeah. Her concern is more about like, oh, like all the first ladies that picked the China and like, and it's not about the intimidation of him being the president. It's about like, how do I go? How do I stay who I am? Mm-hmm. And also be that. Mm-hmm. Do I do I want that? Like, yeah, she yeah, likes exactly. him as a person, but does she want to be the first lady? Does she like, that? Yeah. yeah, and this is from a movie that we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and also many other books and movies that I've read and watched of yeah. conversations about what happens when you date a royal. Mm. Is like you have this conversation first of like, yeah, this is what your life is going to be. This is what's going to happen. We can still be together, but I am this person in front of the cameras and I have to be. Yeah. Like, this is my job and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But let's be together. And then, so they do all of this, they have sex. And in the morning, then he's like, people are going to take your picture. You're going to yeah. have to do that. I'm like, this is a conversation, that was the conversation you had you the night before, not the like most powerful man in the world, like sex conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, this is a conversation you have. Before you have sex in general, but that's not what the conversation she was trying to have was. Exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then because plot needs to move forward, she just completely changes who she is mid-scene. Yeah. And I'm so frustrated. So by frustrated. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin. I'm Ugh. just like, I watched it like specifically trying to remember how the argument ends. And I'm like, it doesn't end. It doesn't. She just gets naked. Yeah. What, like basically literally. It's like the most unearned sex yeah. scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, let's recover okay. from that and make a pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. West Wing references and <laughs> cast members and set pieces, etc. Mm, a lot? Like 50? I would say so, because we also didn't talk about NSA lady, Nancy. Yeah. Nancy and Ron Canada. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I don't even know. Oh, Josh Molina. <laughs> yeah, Josh Molina, obviously. Yeah. So many. Yeah, so many. Um, and of course, the set, which is a very, if you know anything about Sorkin Land, well, not even Sorkin Land, if you know anything about this and our next movie and the West Wing, they all used the same. Yeah, they just Oval kept reusing the same Oval Office yep. set, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And on that subject, <laughs> all the feelings that make you want to start a West Wing rewatch. <sighs> a milli- so a million? Like 30? Yeah. Usually, I think that's probably, like, one of the reasons why I haven't watched it mm. is because my DVD player wasn't working. Right. But beforehand, I would, wa- especially if it was on TV, which is the thing we forgot to talk about. Oh, yeah. I would just watch it and then, like, just put West Wing on. Yeah. Immediately. Because it yeah, just keeps basically. going forever. Ugh. But, yes, pause mid-pie to discuss yes. how I watch mo- this mo- mostly on TV. Mostly on TV. Probably yeah. on TBS. For my entire life. Uh-huh. I now have the DVD, and I've obviously watched it before, but I forgot, because yeah. it's been Every at least time. two years. There's Every time. There's so much swearing in this movie. There's so much swearing in this movie, and it's good, and it's what's missing. Yes. From the West Wing. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, yeah. Like, when he throws the pool cue down, and he says, fuck oh, yeah. you. Yeah. And you're just like, Ugh. whoa. Yeah. You don't swear in the White House? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I was sure glad that that was not, like, it was in the residence, not in the offices so that was good yeah okay okay back to pie back to pies <laughs> um dupont circle 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know stayed, anything about. We stayed near DuPont Circle. It's just like a neighborhood. Like, yeah, we stayed up near DuPont Circle. Is it like a roundabout? I don't really know why it's a circle. I think it's like a, I think it's a neighborhood. I don't really know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's like, the, it's like sort of the edge of downtown DC. So I like, don't know. We yeah. walked everywhere. So yeah, exactly. I so I don't know if the traffic is actually bad. I would assume so. Well, it's also changed because Pennsylvania Avenue is closed. It closed shortly after this um, yeah. because of the Oklahoma bombing. Right. Because, um, yeah, when they were running across Pennsylvania Avenue, there was a car. And I was like, that's not a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So weird. Um, and then ugh, my least favorite part of the pie, proportional responses. But it felt yeah. like a fitting thing. Um, yeah. So deep are part of the pie. Yeah. Five percent. So, yeah. Yeah, that gives us West Wing references, etc. Fifty percent feelings of a West Wing rewatch impending. Thirty percent deep on circle. Fifteen percent and proportional responses. Five percent. Oof. Okay, Lindsay, what do you think is next for them? I feel good about them. Yeah, I think Same. they had really good chemistry and mm-hmm. they're grown ups. Yeah, and maybe if they have some conversations about the realities of their. Mm-hmm relationship and yeah. also now that she doesn't work for his enemy, not his enemy yeah. but if lobbyist that will probably make it better yeah yeah and also like five years is a long time but he's yeah, only gonna but be it, there is an for end date. like five yeah. more years so mm-hmm. and yeah then she can be president i don't know yeah or like maybe they just they don't get married until after he's not president i can mm-hmm. see her pushing for that because like yep. yeah yeah yeah, and like, oh God, I hope he wins a re-election because Rumson is awful. Well, if he doesn't get arrested for uh, election fraud by from that moving yeah, speech that's true. that he gave, I'm sure he'll be fine. True, true, true. Lindsay, what's next for us? We've hinted at it, but... Uh, uh, speaking of Oval Offices with strong women with short hair, mm. it's Dave. Yay! Yeah, we'll Starring be back in a couple weeks with... our favorite person. Dave. Yeah. Ugh. We had Sigourney Weaver in Alien when we did Nature Finds a Way. We had Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, and then, then we did Sigourney Month with oh, yeah, Rose in the Mist and Ghostbusters. Right. It was nature. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think yeah. this is so our first, first Sigourney first charts. romance. Yeah. First charts. First charts. Appearance with Sigourney Weaver. Ugh. Yay. And on the Patreon this month for America, we're talking about another cute Canadian. Mm. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds in Definitely Maybe because it's a stretch, but... Bill Clinton is in there. And Monica Lewinsky. Hooray. Yeah. So fun Ugh, 90s. Um, but it's a really good rom-com. So Yeah, I'm excited to fun. watch it. I haven't watched it for ages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're going to round out the month with Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, um, yeah. AKA, oh, my God. They're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sarah's new obsession, AKA. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That brings us to the end of our episode you can rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find us on social media. We're at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, or at Charts and Hearts on Twitter. We're also on threads. Oh, yeah. At Charts and Hearts Podcast, just in case. Who knows? Who knows? I don't yeah. know. But you can find us on the meta on the- apps, yes. for sure. Yay! <laughs> and you can also go to our website chartsandhearts.com where you can submit your suggestions for rom-coms and tropes for us to add to the list and you can check out our patreon at patreon.com slash charts and hearts club as we said we have definitely maybe this month last month we did speed and it Ugh. ruled <laughs> yeah 
And oh, we've got some super fun stuff coming up. When you go on a road trip with your co-host, you plan <laughs> six months worth of podcast content. So get Sorry, ready. not sorry. Um, yeah, and our Patreon's only $2 a month, and we have a Discord, and you get, like, a fun podcast where or po- a playlist where we add uh, songs from all of our movies that we love, and it's a good time. Yeah. But yeah, you can always let us know your thoughts on this movie. And in the meantime, if anyone needs me, I'll be in the Roosevelt room giving Lewis oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> Best line of the movie. Yeah. Although my favorite line is, dig it, Miss Wade. You're the president's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> There's never an egg timer around when you need one. 